Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You have offended this podcast and you have offended the entire movie making community. Some cool shit. And welcome once again to You Have Offended This Podcast. We watch martial arts movies. My name is Mike McCarran, and with me, as always, is the man who's holding down the East Coast homeland, Chad Lindsay. What's up, buddy? Hey, how are you, man? I'm good, brother. I'm good. I'm so- I'm excited for this one. I hadn't I hadn't seen this movie prior to us doing it for the podcast. So this was a a first time watch for me. I've watched it probably three times now, getting ready for the podcast, and uh, I dig it, man. This is a good movie. Yeah, this is a this is an excellent excellent film. Like just as a film put together, I really enjoyed it when it first came out. Uh, I visit it, you know, occasionally from time to time. Uh, there's there's a lot to like about this film. A lot of things. Anything from like the cinematography, the lighting, the music, the martial arts. Of course, uh, it's a great it's a great film, and I'm glad we're doing it. Yeah, man, absolutely. I uh, I really like the cinematography in it. I thought the shots were really well done. The lighting was awesome. The set design was incredible for this film. Yeah, the set is awesome. I I'm not a big generally generally speaking. I'm not a big fan of wire work with fighting. I, I appreciate it from sort of an artistic level. It's not my favorite style of fighting in movies. I kind of like that more direct kind of devastating stuff, which you get in this film to a certain degree. And they do use the wire work, I find, relatively speaking, judiciously. So some of it's kind of like, oh, that was just kind of cool. But I don't like it when people can like fly and shit. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of like everyone kind of has their their thing. And I'm, in the, I'm kind of in the same boat. I, I mean, I can appreciate it. And... It's used sparingly, you know, like Paul Greengrass in like the Born Identity with his, you know, shaky camera movement. Yes. He he is to the point where you're like, okay, that's just about as much as I can handle as far as shaking the camera and uh, and those really quick edits. Like you yep. can still kind of process what's happening. And the work that they do in this film as it pertains to wires is kind of like that as well. It's not like outlandish. Uh, there's still there's still a fair bit of quote-unquote realism we'll say in in this and just a great film and let's like right out of the hop we're going to be talking about the film and not historically we're not gonna talk (laughs) about uh it man historically because uh i mean this film takes a lot of well it's we're just going to call it fiction right inspired by yeah this is a historical film in the same way that inglorious bastards is a historical film yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes, there was a World War II. Yes, Nazis were there. And yes, so were American soldiers. That's pretty much where you're going to cap that historical part Yeah, <laughs> in that movie. You know, Hitler <laughs> yeah. doesn't get shot in the face with a fucking machine gun. Or that was pretty fucking awesome. Though. Was just oh, like, it was, oh, I'm not saying it wasn't yeah, awesome. It was oh, no, shit. no. It was, yeah, but it was really, you're like, oh, but, my God. You know, same thing here. Like, you know, yes, there was a guy named Yip Man who was awesome at Kung Fu. Okay. You know, and yes, there was a the the Marco Polo Bridge incident that sort of tipped off the war. Okay, cool. That's kind of where it kind of ends though, right? Cuz they romanticize him to a staggering degree, but yeah. it makes a good movie. 
It makes a really good movie, and Donnie Yen's performance in this really is the cherry on top of the whole thing. Like, not just his martial arts performance, but his acting, his charisma, his screen presence, like, everything he does, he holds your attention, even when he's just, you know, eating or drinking tea. (laughs) Like, you know, you are mesmerized by his presence, and he does a wonderful, wonderful job in this film. Yeah, he's really great. Everybody in the film, acting-wise, is great. But he really kind of holds everything together with that very stoic but very principled kind of portrayal of it, man. So yeah, he does a a great, great job here. All right, so as usual, I broke this into five different sections. We'll kind of roll through it uh, pretty straightforward. Before we get into that, please remember to subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're on. We're on all all the normal platforms you could be. Well, if you're listening to it and you're hearing me, hey, subscribe where you heard us from. And you can also go to our social media to find out what's coming up next. We're at YHOTP on Twitter. If you look up You Have Offended This Podcast on Instagram or on Facebook, you'll find our page. Or on YouTube, you'll find our YouTube channel where we post uh, the teasers and the episodes that are free. And we're also doing some workout stuff to try and get back in shape. So if you want to get in shape with us, because we're a couple of admittedly have let it slide middle-aged fellas, we're trying to get back in shape. You want to do that? Hey, do that with us too. Come to the podcast. And then, of course, most importantly, go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. And if you can at all, take a look at the belt levels and subscribe to the podcast. Become a patron. And that way you get all of these episodes. This is going to be a full free one. So you can get all of the full free episodes. You don't have to worry about the teasers anymore. You can get the full hour and a half, two hour. Sometimes we go longer than two hours if it's a if it's a good one. Plus, we're also going to start very soon doing what are called partial arts movies. Those are going to be movies that have martial arts in them, but not necessarily classified as martial arts movies per se. So more action movies. And those are going to be a little more casual. We'll just talk through those and have a lot of laughs and a lot of fun. So thanks for that. Thanks, Mike, for being a patron. You're awesome. We need more, so go there and do that. All right, so section one of this movie, we get the opening here with the credits and the intro fight. We get the uh, Master Liu fight with Ip Man, and then the out-of-towners sort of come in here, and the, the guy named Master Jin comes and he beats a couple of the masters on Martial Arts Street. Yeah. Which, I, you know what? I'd love to be in a town that has a Martial Arts Street. <laughs> That'd be the <laughs> shit. <Can> you? <laughs> yeah, this, I mean, I love the opening of this where the camera's just moving around the Wind Chun dummy and the smoke and the fog and all of that stuff that's happening. It's just a really nice and beautiful opening to it. And, you know, we've talked about a lot of films in the past and usually the ones that have a really good opening turn out to be a really good martial arts film. That's true. That's true. Yeah. If you can kind of bank on the openings in a lot of cases, perhaps the perfect weapon might be a bit of a, a bit of an offshoot of that. What? The guy doing the kata to snap the power in a <laughs> shitty one bedroom? I no, mean, I meant the intro leading up to the title screen. <laughs> yeah. Because that was kind of cool. The perfect weapon. And then, you know, immediately oh, you're intro, like, I'm yeah. going to walk off the yeah. construction site. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Screw you guys. Hey, we're shoveling, we're shoveling sand in the middle of the fucking desert. Nice. <laughs> but this is great. And when they do, I, I think that the little town, it, I I don't know the facts. You're more the fact checker. I'm more of the uh, looker of items. Yeah. But um, the, the <laughs> town square that they built, it looks like, it just looks like building shells. And they built this beautiful set as the center of the town square i don't know if it's an actual 
if it's an actual town. I don't think it is. I think it's just a bunch of building fascias. It looks like a bunch of building fascias, to be honest. I, I, I didn't find anything like that in the research that I did. I assume it's just kind of like the old West movies where they just build the facade of a town. Yeah, and that's and good for them because yeah. it looks dope. I love it. All these like, like imagine walking down. The, okay, imagine you're not a martial, or imagine if you are a martial artist and you're walking down <laughs> the street, and all of a sudden you come to a, a little cul-de-sac on Martial Arts Street, and there's like a whole bunch of kung fu schools like duking it out. <laughs> I'd go there every day, every day. Like, I'd, I'd bring a lunch. I'd just sit down. Oh, they wouldn't get I'd rid just, of me. Yeah, I'd just be hanging, <laughs> watching these guys uh, fight for dojo supremacy. <laughs> This looks like what, if Disney was based on martial arts, this would be the town you yes. walk into. Yeah. You know, this like, would be the wow, town. this is awesome, Mom. Like, <laughs> yes. Get a big chicken leg and just watch dudes fuck each other up all day. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, here comes some more out-of-towners. Oh, my God, the guys with the red sash. Like, <laughs> yeah. Look it's, out. It's good. And then immediately we go to a man's house. Yeah, you is, get the kite flying around there. Oh, man. Like, that house, like, I got to say, my jealousy was off the charts. I was like, oh, man, look at this dude's house. He's got, like, a lobby. Like, oh, my his God. His house has got, like, like, a Marriott lobby in his house. It's, it's like, massive so house. beautiful. And that's one of the, the things that they said was fairly, I mean, you know, accurate in that he was a well-off guy in Foshan. Yeah. I remember, I think they said his son said, we were well off, but, like, that house was ridiculous. Like, we didn't have a house like that. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, come on, man! Yeah. Like, because his house is ridiculous. Like, yeah, like it's, a fucking it's airplane hanger dressed up like yeah. a nice yeah. Chinese place. It's awesome. But yeah, then Master Liu comes in, and we get this very nice kind of polite exchange between those two of like, "Hey, I want to work out with you." <laughs> and it man's like, "Maybe another day." He's like, "No, nah, it's, it's okay." And then he's like, "Well, I, I'm right here now. Can we just kind of fight each other now?" And he's like, oh, "But yeah, I'm kind of having dinner right now, you know." And he's, I'll wait. I'm here, you know. And yeah. then he's just awkwardly sitting there while yeah. him and his wife and his kid are eating. <laughs> it man's like, hey, man, uh, you hungry? Like, come on, eat. <laughs> and he just goes over and starts eating dinner. This guy that yeah. wants to kick his ass <laughs> yeah. in the most polite way possible. <laughs> yeah, I actually like that guy a lot. Just oh. Actually, I like the, the two of them because they're the epitome of the kind martial arts teacher like there's in films there's tropes right there's yeah. the they're very kind gentle martial arts teacher there's there's usually the cruel and whatnot but like they play this really well the, them just all eating together with his family before they fight yeah. <laughs> like i just i just really enjoyed it yeah you want to smoke yeah it's it's very much like you said there's the tropes which are played out you know obviously in karate kid with miyagi and cobra kai you know, yes, of course. Kind teacher versus I'm a kick your ass teacher and be a badass. And these are just two Mr. Miyagi's getting together and being like, let's see who's better. Let's just see what's up. Yeah. It's great. And but you can see the wife doesn't like what's happening. Like she gives him the stink guy when he's like, It's not gonna take long, which is kind of a <laughs> he's kind of bragging, like, I'm gonna fuck this guy real quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's he's doing those humble brags, right? Yeah. And his wife does a does an excellent job and you know, She's like the great like the next she doesn't get a lot of lines, but again, that's one of the things with a lot of these martial arts films and a lot of like films from China is the actors are masters at communicating non-verbally. Yes. And she, you can always tell exactly what she's thinking by the looks that she throws him or in the few words she says. Yes. Which is really cool. 
Yeah, she's she's really good with her face and with just emoting her body. She's yes. really good with that. Those looks that she gives him, like, mm, motherfucker. Like, she doesn't like him fighting. She doesn't want him to fight. Just, you know, she finally knows, okay, this is going to happen, so I'm going to take the kid out and just do what you got to do. God damn it. Like, yeah, God, God damn it. damn it. More more people showing up to fight my fight uh, my yeah, stupid yeah, yeah. ass husband. <laughs> stupid <laughs> ass husband. It's childish bullshit. But... It's it's good. And again, well, the way that it's done, like when they first warm up, like, you know, they're kind of getting into their positions. The camera is moving nice and slowly and panning around them. And, you know, the pace of this is really, really done well. I, I really liked the way that they shot this opening fight scene. Yeah, I like it, too. And they, they maintain their civility through the fight because there's one point here where Liu... He, you know, it man hits him and he falls back and he almost knocks the plant over into the wall. And it man's like, Hey, are you okay? He's like, Yeah, yeah, no, I'm good. Okay, no, okay. Yeah. Here, I, yeah. here I come. I'm going to come again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then they start going at it again. And they're kind of intercutting now between the, the young brother guy outside looking in the window with the kite. Yes. And he's watching these two masters fight and it man is getting the better of him, of, of Master Liu here. And eventually beats him and does that like, whatever that is, that circular, I'm going to punch you a thousand times in the face move, blah, 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 but, yes. but doesn't hit him. Yes. And then says that, I want to say somewhat condescending, thanks for taking it easy on me, Master Liu. Like, <laughs> he's, yeah. he's like, I kicked the living shit out of you, but thanks for going easy. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of, it's it's double-edged sword. It's condescending but polite, right? He's, yeah. He's letting him get out with a certain amount of dignity. Well, it's that Chinese saving face thing. Yeah. Like, he's not going to yeah. He's not gonna rub his face and he's going to say, I know you ain't easy on me, so thanks for, yeah. thanks for the workout, which saves his face, which is yes. huge culturally, right? Makes a, makes a big a big deal out of that. So, and Well, which also leads into him saying, would you please, you know, make this uh, exchange that we had very private, uh, you know, because reputation was everything absolutely and, you know we'll probably we'll probably talk about dojo storming you know later yeah, yeah. But, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, reputation was very important because you know if he was beat by it man then you know that would affect his you know uh student enrollment so absolutely you know he kept it very private but he wanted to have a nice cordial fight with him uh again because we didn't really discuss it, but everything was, was style-based. Like, each one was a style that wasn't like today where, you know, you're learning punching, kicking, grappling, takedowns. It was, okay, you're studying Win Chun or you're studying Northern Kung Fu or Shaolin or, yep. you know, like, and, and each school had their own brand, really. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, which style was better was the controversy. That was, you know, that's the whole point of martial arts street. Is I study mm. this, you study that. Let's throw it down and see who's better. So yeah, let's see what style is better. Yeah. And, you know, just like you said, the early UFCs were exactly that. Which style is yeah. better. Yeah. And then we lead into the the saving face thing here where the, the younger brother rolls into this restaurant and because he saw the fight is now blabbing it all over this restaurant saying it beat the crap out of Master Liu. You should have seen it. Oh my God. It was crazy. And we get the first shot here of the older brother at the at the restaurant sort of serving and and talking about his brother and all oh, the kite went over there and just being snotty about his brother basically yeah. and then ip shows up and has sort of lunch with the investor businessman gentleman his friend there and they talk about i believe the cotton mill 
And then Master Liu shows up in a tiff here because somebody runs and tells him, hey, somebody just blabbed over everywhere that you lost to Master Yip. Is that true? And he goes over all in a huff because yeah. now his yeah. name's ruined, like you said. So that's a big that's a big deal. So they show up here and everybody's mad. Everybody's waiting to see a fight now. And the, the Master Liu wants to kick the, the younger brother's ass for talking about it. And he's like, well, you've yeah. got a problem. Go talk to Master Yip if you want to. Yeah. Pfft, loser like, <laughs> yeah yeah why don't you go talk to him about it <laughs> if you can <laughs> which is pretty good but then like you said you get master liu coming up here and saying to Ip man hey man you got to come out here and save my reputation like it, it wasn't yeah. you got to come out here and fight me it was my my name is on the line here you need to help me yes and Ip is such a good guy that he comes out and is, basically tells people to, to take off like hey man there's nothing to see here there is a cool little a cool little thing with the cop here when the cop shows up when he's like you assholes and your kung fu like fuck you it's all about guns now you jerk off like come on check this gun out yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it just grabs the trigger so he can't pull the trigger <laughs> it's so good just quick and I, it was so calm it, yeah that's what i was about to say his face is the his face is the best <laughs> like because he's he just doesn't even give a shit he's just like so relaxed he's just like guns guns everything's guns now and he's just like blocks it so he can't pull the trigger so it's completely useless but he's not even amped up no like his face he's just like totally relaxed pops the whole thing apart doesn't even break a sweat and then everybody sees that his gun is now useless and he's just looking at him he's got to look at this look on his face just like yeah yeah <laughs> god damn it all right <laughs> yeah you got me there my mouth was open you got me yeah you got me <laughs> you button hooked me i didn't think you were gonna button hook me yeah, yeah, you <laughs> yeah uh, that's awesome and then he picks up you know it man picks up all the cops bullets and is like you don't need a gun we're all good here and just lets him yeah. go away and uh, the nice little bit with Master Liu, you know, as you please, you're good. And kind of lets him head out and then just turns his back and walks away. All good. So problem solved, I guess. And uh, Master Ip here goes back in and talks to his partner. I'm not really good at business. Gives him some money for the, the cotton mill. Set it up. We'll be good later. Everything will be cool. And the other guy's like, you know, I, I can't pay it back for a bit. So whatever. So now the younger student shows up at Ip Man's house and is getting a lesson. So we kind of cut to that scene here. Yeah, I kind of like I like this I, scene. I, yeah, it's I like how he just shows up and he's like, oh, I learned a new move. And he, he like wants to go try this move out on Master Ip. And he's just like, yeah, it's a block and a strike all in one move. And Ip Man's just like toying with him, just like, just like the cat in Way of the Dragon. Yep, he's literally smiling at him as he's throwing the move at him. Yeah. Pop, pop, pop. Oh, yeah, that's a yeah, good job. Way to go. I like that. <laughs> and all the guys are hanging over the wall, you know, trying to watch. Hey, do it again. I didn't see. Like, and just the daggers his wife is throwing at him. <laughs> well, yeah, because his son's like, hey, look, I drew a picture. And he's like, yeah, yeah, that's nice. Get the fuck out of here, kid. Yeah, that's like, awesome. I'm working. Dude, Get the fuck. What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Which, admittedly, dick move. Like, I mean, I get that you're working out and stuff, but, you know, come on, man. It's your kid. I got yeah. spot for that I think shit. it just obviously just, yeah, shows, I think it's just showing that, you know, his, his love for Kung Fu, you know, at the expense of, you know, his family in that scenario. But yeah, his wife is, his wife is so great because she's like firing all these looks at him with like 10 different emotions. It's really yeah, good. Yeah, she's awesome. She's so good in this and she's, spend more time with your kid. What are you doing? She's totally <laughs> yeah. calling him out. Like she has no, no guff about just 
telling him exactly where the fuck she thinks he needs to be. Yeah, and everybody knows those looks because we've all had yeah. them thrown at yeah. us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing exactly right now? <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah we yeah, yeah okay. I got I got shit to do I guess then I won't be watching this movie right now. <laughs> well I used to I used to like fight with the kids down in the basement and stuff like that and you know like my wife would come downstairs and I'd be dressed as a fucking Chewbacca or something you know like with the fucking bed flipped over. What are you guys doing? Oh uh, we were playing Empire. Uh, never mind. <laughs> a little something called having fun. You might not know much about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Having a good time. So now we kind of cut to Master Jin asking, hey, man, where's Martial Arts Street? Because I'm going to go kick everybody's ass. <laughs> I really yeah. like Master Jin. He's the shit. <laughs> he is incredible in this. I really, really like, you know, he comes in all fucking dusty and shit, you know, him and he's got his whole crew of boys and they're like terry cloth vests and shit. Like <laughs> yeah. they, they just bust into martial arts town like uh like they're there to win a war and and in reality they were cuz that was a big part of building your reputation was you had to show up and kick the shit out of the master of a yeah. school. Like this was this was how things were done and uh that's what I think is so cool as you know, we talk about the legitimacy of the historical aspects of this film, but like dojo storming was a legit thing and only ended recently. <laughs> yeah, like within the last twenty years. Yeah, you know, so that's exactly what happens here. Jin shows up, and it, this is a great scene where he shows up to this first school because they're all like, "Which one should we challenge first? Rolls up to this guy. Hey, man, who's the master here? Like, I am. I just wanted to have Foshan's famous for martial arts. So I want to come to practice with the, with the master. And then the guy kind of gives him the side eyes. Like, you sure you mean practice motherfucker? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. or, or you mean challenge? And he's like, yeah, whatever, if you want. <laughs> so, and then they're like, and the fucking guy who owns the school, he's like, Hey, clear back and watch me. Fuck these out of towners up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's all cocky like, about it. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> yeah, I loved it. It was great. And it's fun. He's like, oh. yeah, just just watch me do this, man. <laughs> and then he gets his ass kicked. Like, yeah. But it's good because like they're they're doing the fighting, and at one point Jin hits him hard with a, with whatever it is a back kick or something, and the master slides back, and as he's recovering, he kind of looks side to side at his students, like, ah, god damn it, like, god my, damn, it. I'm about to get my shit kicked in here. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, Jin's really good. I like his his kung fu, as they say. It's pretty great. And there's a little bit of wire work here where he smashes him on his back and he kips up and then kicks him back down again and then he kips up again. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, like wow, that's all right. That's impressive. <laughs> that's great. But yeah, he basically wipes the friggin' walls yeah, with he him. Beats and then he's just kind of laughing. He's just like, <laughs> he just kind of does this little bit of a laugh. <laughs> and all the students are just kind of like, oh, shit, our teacher yeah. just got our, his ass kicked. Well, I guess our style is not it. the best style. God damn it. <laughs> not the, not the number one on martial arts street but then he rolls over to the second school yeah and the second school he's like where's your master and the other guy's like here i'm back here and he's got a big goddamn naginata like the big fucking blade sword and Jin rolls back like all right let's do this then <laughs> and they have yeah. a fucking weapon fight oh. yeah <laughs> i'm here to build my rep yeah he takes out that broadsword so yeah if this is uh 1937 i mean a lot of that whole even like the last dragon like 1985 show enough 
had to fight Bruce Leroy yep. for his rep because he's like, I beat everybody in town. I'm the meanest. I'm the baddest. And it's like, hey, there's one guy you haven't beaten, Bruce <laughs> Leroy. Right. And he's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and, he's, and then he just, because a kid taunted him in a movie theater, he just goes on this quest, like kicking the shit out of everybody in town, fighting his way, you know, to find Leroy Green. That, so, that everybody in his um, crew knew of, by the way. Yeah, exactly. Everybody knew <laughs> Bruce, Leroy. Bruce Leroy. But it's like even my teachers, I remember them talking about guys coming and storming the dojos. Like my style came to the U.S. in 58 and, you know, they're training down in Boston and the door would open and people would run in. And like these guys are telling me stories and they're like, oh, yeah, like it was a race to the back of the room. Like we'd bow to sensei and we'd turn around and we'd run to the back because there would be a yeah. fight. And that would that would that would happen. Oh, yeah. Right? On and the reg. <laughs> yeah. It's just like these guys just kicking indoors like, oh, you think your style is the best? And they'd be and. Like, they would know it was on, like, because it was just part of dojo life. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine, like, you know, I trained for years, and I can't imagine, like, you know, like, working out, you're working out with a partner or something, and then the door flies open, and, you know, six ninjas come in, and I'm like, all right, it's go time, karate boys. It's like, ah, shit, the ninjas Man. are back. Let's go. But they, they, they would tell stories that they would basically, you know, bow to the front and just run to the yep. back, and whoever got to the back first was the one that was throwing down and they would just they would just have these brawls at the back of the yeah. dojo. Oh yeah. And then you know like tossing people out into yep. the street. They would I remember doing that hearing stories about guys in the jiu-jitsu field and they would have you know at the start of every class you'd go in you'd bow in and they'd say okay who's up tonight. And someone would volunteer to be the person that if somebody walked in to challenge somebody that night you're the guy to fight them. So, you know, okay, yeah. class would start and then, you know, knock, knock, <laughs> knock, motherfucker. And, you know, some boxer, wrestler, kickboxer, whoever the fuck would walk in. Okay, I heard you guys are badasses. Who wants to go? And the selected person yeah. that night would, okay, I guess that's me tonight. <laughs> You'd go out and yeah, fuck yeah. this dude up or uh, get shit, fucked up. One of the two, yeah. right? <laughs> like, that's just the way shit rolls. Well, Melvin, you, Melvin, you drew the straw. Oh, oh no. man. God damn it. <laughs> God I don't want to be it. a piece of glass. But yeah, like, <laughs> that's how that's how <laughs> that's how that's how shit rolled back then. Which is cr like you know like yeah, I read Chuck Norris's biography, but all those guys like Joe Lewis and Bill Wallace, despite the fact that you know like everybody now is like, oh yeah, well you got to be a well-rounded fighter, you got to know jujitsu and stuff like that. But in those days, like they they didn't just talk the talk. No. Like they would. They would throw the frig down, <laughs> yep. like in the dojo, in the street. You know, you'd be in church. Ah, let's get a go. <laughs> you know, it was just, it was just going off. <laughs> yeah, and that's you know, open challenges all the time. You guys want to go? Come on down. But you know, you're not walking out if you show up. Like <laughs> well, we were talking about Bruce Lee on the movie yeah. sets and guys. He'd, he'd be like, you know, like between takes, and a guy would like come up and challenge him, and he'd like fight like a fist fight on a fucking movie set yeah <laughs> like you think you're tough yeah yeah i just hey, hang on one second i gotta go teach this extra lesson and we were pop, 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 yeah. pop, pop, yeah. lay some dude out and bust him up and then okay we're done okay get back up on the wall we gotta shoot again well yeah i mean like a like an extra in uh enter the dragon like you know like a toddler could Come probably on. take some yeah, of those put me in there and i'd look okay like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> but anyway yeah it's just it's just I don't know. I, I, I kind of like the history uh, or the historical aspects of martial arts and, you know, when everything was very much style based and, and rigid in your 
in your studies. I I do like that, you know, there's great stories out there of people like testing their styles metal against other people in, and again, we're not talking in a controlled environment in a ring with a ref. Like this is just like out on a fucking cobblestone. You know, somebody gives you an Eagle claw (laughs) to the fucking head and, and your head bounces off a set of cobblestones. Like you're, you're not walking the rest of your life. You can't talk right for the next 30 years. You know, yeah, exactly. Can't say the, you can't say (laughs) the eval for the next fucking decade. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Shit was for real. (laughs) Shit was on point. So yeah, Jin fucks up the guy with the with the Naginata here. They're going back and forth, but then somebody runs. One of the the older brother, I believe, runs and tells Ip, "Hey man, I need to talk to you." <laughs> Which is right when his wife is like, "You need to knock this shit off," and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm totally gonna knock it yeah. off." <laughs> like worst yeah, timing ever. I'm totally gonna knock it off. <laughs> yeah. And then a goddamn gang from the northern part of the country comes rolling into your goddamn courtyard. <laughs> And the guy's like, hey, man, you got to come. There's a, there's a couple guys here, and they're fucking everybody up, and they're really good. And Yip's like, they're, <laughs> yeah. really? They're that good? And he looks at his wife like, hey, hey. yeah, no, no, I'm good. <laughs> she gives him yeah. that, like, is everything good? And then you can see her change, like, you mother, like, oh, you're going to yeah. go fight again. I'm going to kill you. Like, <laughs> but to his credit, he doesn't. So Jin is messing this dude up there. I think he's at the third place now i believe oh he's with master liu now that's right he, he beats yeah. that guy and he beats up master liu he's throwing down with him this is a good fight too with with master liu and jin because master liu's no joke like he's throwing down and uh, he gives him a good scrap there's some good oh yeah there's some good kicks here like um jin does a wheel kick he takes one and, yeah and he oh, takes like it. in the you can like, see his face shake like <laughs> Like you yeah. can tell you're in a Hong Kong movie when they have those close up shots of like the impacts in the face where you know that the stunt guy just yeah. took a kick to the face for the slow mo. Yeah. Like- <laughs> yeah. They're like, Okay, yeah, we got the wide. Uh now we're gonna do one where he actually kicks you in the face. So go half speed. <laughs> go half speed, but really kick him in the face with your fucking boot. <laughs> right. like, he's wearing goddamn farming boots <laughs> and he takes it like a goddamn champ. Oh, he takes it hard. But yeah, it's good. And then Jin walks out. Doesn't anybody in here does town know kung fu? Like <laughs> Yeah, and there's a dude with a fucking bandage wrapped around his head. Like, in movies, they always just... I've never actually seen someone come from the doctor with just their head wrapped like like a headband. Like, I've seen people, like, with major brain surgery where they, you know, wrap the entire yeah, head. Yeah, that's but, not happening you know, in 37 China. You know? Yeah, no. It's just like, oh, well, why is he wearing just a bandaid around his head? Oh, we did some trepanning uh, to release the pressure, and then we just... To let the demons out into the town square. We thought we'd do that. Yeah, he had a ghost. Like you should do cocaine for that. Such a good, yeah. Jin is such a good martial artist. He kicked a ghost into his head that we had to drill out. That was medical science. Then that's so funny. Oh man. So yeah, he beats those guys and they roll and get some noodles. And this is where you get. We're kind of into section two here, where Jin hears about Ip Man. He goes to challenge him. And right after that fight, you get sort of the the downfall and the whole second Sino-Japanese war starts to go and it loses everything. And he ends up getting, because of his relationship with the businessman, uh, 10% of the cotton mill. Yeah. So the crew here goes to get noodles and the the noodlery owner, gentleman, is like, you kicked (laughs) a shit out of a bunch of losers. You got to beat the best. And Jin's like, well, fucking who's the best? 
Well, yip man, of course. And he's like, well, slurp up some noodles and let's roll out of here, bitches. We got to find this dude. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So they go and find it. And I love how when they show up to his house, there's kind of a crew of people there because they've already kicked the ass out of a bunch of guys on Martial Arts Street. So there's basically a goddamn parade of people going to Ip Man's house. And Jin, like the outside guard or whatever, is like, uh, Master Ip, there's a lot of people out front uh, here to see <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you, sir. Um, <laughs> they just stroll the fuck into his house. Oh, yeah. And they're not even messing around. He literally kicks the gate open and just rolls into his house. Like, that would make me crazy, but I'd also be terrified. Yeah, well, there's a mentality. Like, you know, we grew up in Sackville, and there's, like, there's always, like, a handful of guys that would literally, like, you know, go to your house, open the door, and walk That's in true, and yeah. you. Like, you know, I could name, I'm not going to name any names you in here, name but like some of the guys, guys we grew up with, I could name three or four guys, like, without even thinking yeah. about it, that, like, if you cross them, they would be just like, oh, well, that guy's yeah. dead. And they would, they would literally, they're like, oh, yeah, he walked right up the steps of, uh, you know, Bill over there on Smoky Drive <laughs> and walked into his house and pushed his mom out of the way and beat the shit out of him in the kitchen. Yeah, pushed his mom out of the way, kicked the shit out of him in the kitchen, and then left, drove off in his fucking 86 <laughs> five-liter Mustang. <laughs> It burned up Smoky Drive. <laughs> but, like, there were, you know, there's always been guys like that that just basically will show yeah. up anywhere for a fight. And, you know, this this dude is just uh, one He's of one those of them guys. dudes. And then he just has a whole, you know, parade of people there to watch <laughs> that goes with him. But I like this scene because it, it kind of shows the strength of, of Ip Man's wife. Because this dude rolls in and he's like, hey, man, you going to fight me? And Yip's like, no, I'm not going to fight you. Please leave. Get out of my house. Mm. And he sort of tries to taunt him. And is like, I heard Wing Chun invented by a woman. Meh, ass clown. And the wife stands up yeah. and she's like, you think this is a martial arts school? Asshole. Like, get the fuck out of my house. Yeah. Like, yeah. She's calling him out. And he basically does to her what the messenger in 300 does yes. to uh, Leonidas. <laughs> he's like, who are you to talk yeah. to me? And he's like, hey, man. She's my wife. Get the fuck out of my house. Like, <laughs> you need to leave. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the only thing he didn't do was say, this is Sparta, and kick him out of the fucking front door. <laughs> yeah. This is Bo <laughs> This <laughs> is Bo <Beauchamp. laughs> Which would have been the shit, that by the way. Been, that would have been the shit. Fucking hold up the skulls of the dead guys that he killed in the martial arts school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I really like it when Jin starts fucking with him, and he's kind of toying with it man verbally but then she turns around to it man and or she basically says to Jin, shut up and then she turns to it man and says just don't break my shit like and just yeah. giving him permission yeah. to kick this guy's ass <laughs> and it yeah. man turns around yeah, with that smile like just... oh that's <laughs> your ass guess that's your ass <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Ooh, son. She said I could kick your ass. Now you're fucking dead. Now, <laughs> yeah, the cops are like, "All right, everybody out of the house while they fight." <laughs> but I love that he's like, "Can you get everybody out?" And the cops like, "You need to redeem the town. Like, you need to kick this fucking guy's ass." Yeah, like even the cops just like, "Yeah, please, please, please fuck this dude up." So they get all the people out, and I really like this fight. I think this is a good fight. This is one of my favorite fights in the movie between yeah, Ip really and Jin here. Like they kind of square off, and I love the way. Ip Man just puts his hand out, like that linear yeah. Wing Chun style. Yes. I love it. And Jin is like, ah, I want to see how a man can fight like a woman. <laughs> kind of fucking with him. And 
it man just like yeah man doesn't depend on sex or nothing it's just how well you understand it you'll get it in a minute <laughs> yeah, you'll, you'll understand in just you'll, a sec you'll understand everything that i'm talking about in two yeah seconds. that's the the polite so, way of the steven seagal line where he gets on his knees and says come get some <laughs> yeah 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 that's the polite version that's the polite version of, of come, come get, get some. some you'll understand in a second <laughs> So yeah, they, they go at it here back and forth. I love the choreography when they just do the two shot and there's, there's not a lot of wire stuff where they're just doing like the in close tight blocking and striking at the same time. And they're both doing it. I love that shit. It's really good. And then he, then he breaks the planter and yet man's looking at it. And the guy's like, I'll pay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Let's just keep, keep this going. going. <laughs> so they yeah. square off again, and he kick, 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 boom, boom, and then breaks the table, and then looks at him again. I'll pay. <laughs> I'll pay again. Like, yeah. Keep fighting. Come on. <laughs> a running tally of all the shit in his house he's breaking. But <laughs> again, this is this is done really, really well, and they're smashing the shit out of the house. And like, I just love how everything. Every time something gets broken, like they pause for a second, and then he looks at yeah. it. <laughs> like, like Donnie is just like. Uh, it's my fucking table. But I, I really like when and, they pause for a second and the little kid comes in on the tricycle and yeah. Donnie Yen stops and puts his hands behind his back and the little kid yes. is like, hey man, mom says if you keep fighting, you're going to break everything. And yeah. Jin says, oh, the little brat. And Ip Man just kind of looks at him and says, mind what you're saying. That's my kid. Yeah. Fucking watch your mouth. <laughs> yeah, watch, watch your, your mouth. I'm going to kill you. And then it escalates the fight a little bit more. Like, it just kind of amps up a bit. Yeah. But, you know, like, Ip, Ip starts going a little he harder. He does. He sends him uh, flying after, that, after that cool slow-mo sideways yeah. flying thing when he knees him. He's like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> he, like, flies at him. But, yeah, he starts throwing him, and he does that weird, you know, wire work, single-hand plant flip-around thing. And uh, But, yeah, he's... He goes harder and he does that. I'm going to punch you a thousand times. Move. Yeah, which he does a bunch, but I like, um, and kind of knocks him out essentially. But then he gets up and <laughs> it man says, "Master Jin, are you okay?" <laughs> and Jin goes, "Yeah, I'm fine." Fucking, yeah. come on. <laughs> he puts his fists up again. Let's go. Yeah. And they they throw the sword out of the scabbard, which I this is a cool move. This shot was done so well. Like this this took a lot to get that shot because it's Yeah, beautiful. I'm sure they did that 50 times to get it right to get the timing of that. You've got the sword soaring through the air as he's running towards uh Yip Man and then he catches it and swings in one motion. Like it's it's a really great good, shot. Good shot. It's beautiful. And then he picks up that little feather stick and starts fighting the sword with the feather stick and whacking him with this with the like bamboo end of it. Yeah, and I think he's showing the the uh, you know the the flexible half hearts half soft nature of Win yeah. Chun and how you know he doesn't need to be you know rigid like the sword. Yeah. He can actually you know control with uh with softness and and basically jabs him uh, under the armpit. Under the armpit. Yeah. Paralyzing his arm for a second, and he's just yeah to switch like, hands. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a really good fight. And then you know he spanks him on the bum. He, yeah, he <laughs> cracks his knuckles and like, makes him drop I, the sword and kicks it through the door and then whacks his ass and gets him right up against the neck. It's good. It's fucking. It's very similar to that Bruce Lee in Game of Death at the end in the outtake. Remember when he's talking about this is flexible and you're rigid with the green. Yeah, thing? with a piece of bamboo. very similar to that. Yeah. And uh, it reminds me of that. Do you remember the, the Bruce Lee interview with um, Pierre Burton? 
No, no, it wasn't that. Yes, it was his. It was his screen test, the Bruce Lee screen test when they said, "What's the difference between karate and kung fu or, or a punch?" And he said, "A, a, oh, a karate yeah, punch yeah. is like an iron bar." And it goes wang, yeah. wang. And he said a kung fu punch yeah. is like an iron chain with an iron ball on the end, and it goes wang. Like, yeah. it's kind of yeah. like that with this. I think is the point they're trying to make. Yeah, which which was really cool. I mean, it's done well. It's shot well. It's framed up well. You know, you can see the action. Uh, the choreography was fantastic. Really good. So, you know, I got to give the whole I got to give the whole thing from the moment he walks through the gate right to the end of the fight uh, a big oh. thumbs up. Really good. Two thumbs up, couple of knees, couple elbows. Yep, all good. Kudos to Sam Hung for that, man. Yeah. Yeah, and then he he concedes. Ip Man says, my my Kung Fu's not too bad, huh? And Jin says, yep, my northern style has lost to your southern style. And when they walk out, it's like, who won? What's going on? And they're like, ah, look at this guy. He's so sad. He must have lost. And they're like, ah, you fucking out-of-towner losers. Get out of here, you fucking (laughs) bad fucking guys. Get out of here. Yeah. Yeah, it's like uh, he can still kick yeah, your ass. Right. Like everybody you know, else, you didn't become tougher. <laughs> and, yeah. Anybody not named It Man, he can fuck up. So just yeah. <laughs> FYI, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just mind your P's and Q's, young lad. <laughs> so yeah, then they get the the walking through town scene here, where you know he's obviously a very popular figure in Foshan, where the the townsfolk and the the shopkeepers are all giving him shit as he's walking through town. He's very respectful and nice about it. Oh, he's replacing all the shit that he's oh yeah exactly his wife. all the, yeah. the sundry yeah. items that was broken in the fight. He's getting her. He's getting her a new feather <laughs> stick thing and a new. Vi- yeah, I I drove this up a guy's <laughs> ass from northern China. I'll get you a new one. That's right. Sorry, this one has blood and violence and shit all over it. I'm sorry, baby. Yeah, I'll get you a new duster. It smells of bad kung fu. <laughs> <laughs> So they get him, they get back to the house and, uh, that's kind of a wrap on, on this section here. Well, not the section, but like on the pre-war part, because then they slowly kind of pan up and you get the Japanese zeros flying over in the subtitles about the Marco Polo bridge incident in 37. Yeah. The movie goes dark. Like literally like it goes from like the last moment of Karate Kid Wood. Like, Hey, Mr. Miyagi, we did it. Yay. To and it's like, Oh God. Things are bad. And then they cut back and he's still doing his Win Chun dummy, but um, you know, they've washed out, they've desaturated, you know, the color palette and everything, you know, is, you know, it's a lot more gray, gray yeah. and and you know, then they the, the town is all fucked up. Except for the and, Japanese you know, sunburst Japanese flag and everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's good, man. I like that they darken everything and there's people laying in the streets and it's basically just the town's wrecked. You know, they're shooting yeah. people in the street and shit like that. So it goes dark pretty quick here. And everybody's obviously hungry and shit. They they took his home and turned into an army residence, they said. And he had to live basically homeless. It man and his wife and his kid mm. were were out on the street now. So yeah, that's kind of where he finds himself. He's He's homeless. So... He's sort of going through his possessions to see what he can sell and what he can get for them. His wife and him are, are, you know, seemingly fairly still close and stuff, and they seem okay. And he's trying to go out and and sell what items he has. He he doesn't get very much for it. He gets a little bag of rice or whatever. So he ends up having to look, you know, for jobs and stuff. But he he finds the cotton mill that his, his business partner made. He's too proud to take the even the lunch offer. He's too proud to take of like, hey, stay for yeah. lunch. And he's got a, like, what does he have, like, half a fucking potato in his pocket or something at this point? Like, he's got yeah. a, and a little bag of rice. So, 
Yeah. He's he's trying to save his own face now because of this, but he's offered a 10% stake in this cotton mill. Mm. And he takes that, but he doesn't stay for lunch or anything, which wraps up section two. So section three here, uh, Ip gets a job at a coal plant. Liu is, is fighting the Japanese people. You see that the Japanese challenge matches starting up here. And then eventually here, uh, Lin gets killed, who is the older brother. And Liu also gets killed. And Ip ends up going mm. to the place and challenging 10 of the Japanese soldiers all at once. Or Japanese, Ip goes up and ends up challenging 10 of the Japanese soldiers uh, all at once to finish this section. So Ip ends up, his wife gets a little sick here. He's trying to deal with her and make sure she's okay. His son asks him, like, why are you not doing Kung Fu anymore? He's like, well, if I exercise, I got to eat more. I don't want to do that because we don't got no food. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, what, did you notice that the three of us just split a potato? <laughs> like, It's right. Yeah. Like that old Disney cartoon where they're <laughs> slicing a fucking grape into like <laughs> slices yeah. and it like yeah. floats down like a leaf under their tongue. Their, 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 yeah. A couple of. <laughs> oh, wow. My thimble run three, three hobos splitting a bean type thing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he's, he's you know, working in the coal mine and there's a lot of martial arts masters, you know, people that ran schools that are now working in the coal mine. And, uh, you know, his buddy sees him, they're sitting there and, uh, it man puts the potato in his pocket and his friend sees this. And again, like this film really talks a lot about respect and saving face. He just says, you know, I'm, I'm full. I can't help me, help me eat this potato because I can't eat it all. And he gives him half the potato because he knows he's taking that home, you know, to, to his, his wife and kid. Yeah. And he's, he's treating yeah. it as though master Ip is doing him a favor by not letting the potato go to waste. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like he's, he's framing it in that way and it's, yeah, it's great. It's, it's a really cool little microcosm of, of that society in that little moment. Yes. It's very cool. And then we get the, 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 I forget the gentleman's name, but the guy who's working with the Japanese is the translator and that scumbag Japanese second in command guy. He is such a First ass. of all, fuck that like, guy. You just, you want to punch that guy's face every second that it's on oh, screen. Oh, I want to punch it like, in. And look. You really fuck, do. Dude, I lived in Japan for two years. That's like my second home. And yeah. this movie makes me like, yeah. fuck Japan. Fuck those guys. Like, <laughs> That's the thing, like, you know, I, I'm a karate guy, and I'm just like, yeah, kung fu, kick the shit out of those karate guys, man. Go kung right? fu! Go kung fu! Proper, don't know? tell me propaganda so doesn't work, because it works. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it, it works. Yeah, they, they do a good job of villainizing the Japanese person here. Particularly that guy, because that guy sucks. Well, and that's the thing, like, we, we talked about Bruce Lee really being a Chinese hero, and he played several times. He was always playing the Chinese against, you know, like the Italians or whatever. But really in the Chinese connection, yeah. those Japanese students and Bushido played them as the big villains. And, you know, like we are not the sick men of Asia. Yeah. People just went nuts over Oh, it. my God. And, right? You know, you get a lot of those same vibes from this. Very much. From this film. Like Chinese pride, national superhero type characters. Yeah, absolutely. So Lin ends up volunteering here to go with the, the translator and the Japanese guy. And when they show up to wherever it is they take them to, Master Liu here is fighting against a, a karate fighter, a karateka, and having a kung fu versus karate fight. And when Master Liu defeats the guy, you see the bag of rice kind of fall down onto the tatami mats. They're like, here, you beat him here, you get a, you get a bag of rice. Hey. hey, prizes. So Master Liu kind of 
He's a hungry young he's fighter. A hungry guy. He's a hungry young fighter. He's he's actually fighting for a sandwich. <laughs> he's actually fighting for a bag of rice. <laughs> yeah, no, it's good. And you get the first look at the Japanese general here. Uh, I like this dude. Yeah. He's cool. Uh, Japanese uh, General Miura, I believe his name is. He's a Japanese actor named Hiroyuki Ikeuchi. And he's he's a good actor. I like this dude. Yeah, he did a really good job. Like, you know, you you kind of respect this guy a lot more because, you know, he's like the martial artist, but, you know, on the on the Japanese side. But he's he treats the dojo relatively relatively respectfully despite the fact that he's making people fight for food and all that fucking horrible like slavery yeah. type shit <laughs> that, um, that aside he does <laughs> that horrible shit that aside, human cockfighting he, part aside yeah, yes his his human cockfighting aside he does um treat it as close to a training hall that he can, even though you can tell that he despises not only the Chinese culture, but the Chinese people and just basically wants to showcase for me, the way I interpreted it is the Japanese have a right to be there because they're superior in everything, including fighting. And he just happens to be karateka and might makes right. We're here and like, we can beat all your fucking asses. So we deserve this. We deserve to occupy that's this right. land. And that's, I think it's fair to say, with with the love that I have for Japan, it's fair to say that their war crimes are quite documented with respect to mm. that in, in war times. So I think the, the portrayal here, I, I don't, it's not realistic or anything like that. But Mura here says, get three of them and I'll fight three of them and give them, give them rice if they win or they lose, whatever, who cares. And yeah, uh, Lin here, the older brother, is one of the three that ends up fighting, and he's completely blowing off this general, doesn't salute him, doesn't give him respect at all. And even once he, the general beats the three of them, yeah. uh, the two of them concede, and Lin ends up attacking the general as he's walking off the mat, and the general just beats the living shit out of him and chokes him, and mm. Lin spits the blood in his eye, yeah. and he's, you're an asshole, and then does that spinning back kick He's he's spinning back, kicks him into the flying splits, which I don't know how that's how yeah. that's possible. But dude, that that landing, I was just like, oh my god! Like that would like tear the shit out of your oh, groin. Out of my like, groin, I'm not flexible. Completely. That'd kill me. Yeah, yeah, that would, yeah. Who wants to tear, tear my dick in half? His fucking leg, his leg just rolled into his the leg, front row. There. His leg fell off and knocked the HBO cameraman's camera out of his hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> I've seen it. So yeah, no, he kills he kills uh Lin with that kick. He beats him to death. Yeah. Oh, it was hard. That was a hard fight. And then they cut back to Ip Man and his wife and family there, and he's like, ah, I saw Lin today. I, th- I saw him at the coal mine, because this was the first day that he had been at the coal mine. And he's like, Oh, he's doing okay. And then the next day that he goes back and he's working in the mine again, and obviously Lin is not there, and he finds the little tin with the with the folded up kite in it. Yeah, he finds the, finds tin, the box. tin box. And now the guys come back. The Japanese second-in-command guy comes back and he's like, hey, a lot of people got rice today. The general is pretty, pretty, pretty into that. Anybody want to go fight uh, today? And I don't know. I don't think the people at the, at the coal mine know what's going on. Like, I don't think they know they have to fight. They're just like, hey, no, come, I, and, yeah, come with us and see what happens. You get some rice. But I, I, like, I like how... Donnie Yen is like, what's what's going on? Yeah. Where's Lin? Like, what's happening? Like, he's he's 
looking at things and he's questioning what exactly happened to his yeah. friend. And uh, they're like, well, what's going on? He's like, no, I'll go. Because he's like, well, I want to fucking find yeah, out. Yeah, I love that part. Right? Where's Lynn? Like, I don't know. And he says, of course you know. You took him. Yeah. And he's like, well, I know. who else wants to go? I'll go. Yeah, I'll go. Like, fucking show me where you went. Let's go. Like, he wants yeah. to find out. Yeah, he's like, I'll get to the bottom of this. And I'm like, man, like, that's a bravery that I know everybody likes to think that they're brave and tough. But I'd be, I'd, I'd be like, yeah, I don't even, uh, that, he's gone. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know if I'd be. I'll take I, the like, zero. <laughs> and people, yeah, people, people would say, oh, I'd, like, people talk a lot more than what they'd actually oh, do. Yeah. But I mean, you know, like, he, he, he just went, he didn't even hesitate. He was just like, yeah, yeah. I'll go. Yeah, I want to find out what the fuck happened to yeah. my friend. Yeah, it's like that that Eddie Murphy bit where he's like, I would, I would say, fuck yeah. you, suck my dick, master. <laughs> Cut yeah. my link and yeah. drove the fuck yeah. off. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure the first guy that got off the boat and said, suck my dick, 10 motherfuckers with whips. <laughs> 10 motherfuckers with whips. I still, say, <laughs> I still say 10 motherfuckers with whips. <laughs> right? We'll bail the <laughs> shit. So, Just keep that fucking shit away from me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Ip ends up showing up to the, the Japanese dojo here and sees Master Liu in there beating up three karatekas here at a time. Yes. I'll tell you, man, the choreography with the General Miura against the three Chinese fighters and with Master Liu yeah. against these three karate fighters, it's good, man. Like, the, there's not a lot of wait your turn syndrome happening there's not and i you know i i look for that yeah, obviously um from being a fan but i love the way that they light the dojo yeah that top like, lighting I love the way that they have the top lighting and you've got you know like so many shadows in there and it's not bright and colorful it's not fancy and flashy like this is not blood sport no. you know in the kumite with you know everyone wearing bright colors like this is just this is like martial arts at its worst yep. you know like fighting for entertainment and food yeah like you know it's not as as exciting and as as cool as the fight scenes are it's not something that you celebrate like the other action in the no film. no this and especially here where master liu he beats the first three he's like hey can i fight another three guys and he he loses yeah. to the other three guys and concedes. And the three guys kind of bow to him like, okay, you're good. And they leave. And then he goes over to pick the rice up that he won from the first fight. Yeah. And the fucking guy shoots him in the head. Yeah, man. That oh, was hard. That was because you see Master Ip outside the gate like, what the fuck? And he's saying to Lee, like, Lee, why did you shoot him? What's yeah. going on? Like, what? hey, man, what the fuck? And even, like you said, where you get a bit of respect for that Japanese general is he looks at the guy, the second in command that shot Master Liu. And he's like, hey, man, yeah. what the fuck? Like, what did you do that for? Yeah. He's like, well, he took the rice. He's yeah. like, don't ever shoot that fucking gun in here. Like, what are you doing? And puts the gun under yeah. his chin like he's going to kill him. Yes. Like, you fucking go by my count, son. Yeah. It's a hard scene to watch. And despite the fact that he is a piece of shit, you do have sort of that martial arts respect for him, even though he doesn't have a lot of respect. No. Uh, he's got some. And I think that's the the one aspect of him that despite he's a villain makes a certain likable characteristic yeah. of him, right? He's a villain, but he stands yes. for something and in some ways stands for some of the things that Yip Man would stand for, but not most yeah. things like they're similar in just a few ways. But I really like after that happens, you see Ip Man understands what's happening and he's like, Hey, Lynn, 
or Lee, yeah. op- open the oh, gate. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, what? Yeah. You don't want to come in here? Like, open this oh, fucking oh, gate right now. Yeah. Yeah. This is where, like, fuck, he, he fucking got him oh, going. This, like, they, this reminded me of that scene is, in, in, um, in Watchmen where Rorschach is in prison. Remember oh, that scene yeah, where he's yeah, like, yeah. I'm not trapped yeah, in here with yeah. you. You're trapped in here with me. You're, like, yeah, yeah. You're <laughs> you motherfuckers you're just called this shit out. Like, <laughs> with me. Yeah. That's what that reminded as me of. Soon as, as soon as they kill his buddy, he's like, open oh, the gate. And yeah. he just walks right out of the tatami and he's just like, I want to fight 10. <laughs> yeah. Bring your 10 best motherfuckers like, up here now. <laughs> give me 10. <laughs> and they're like, 10? 10. He wants to fight 10? Like, All right. <laughs> I've seen this movie before, and he comes out. He's like, "I want to fight ten, and I'm like, ten. <laughs> like, I know he's gonna say ten, but he just he does it. He sells it so convincingly. Oh yeah, that you 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 can tell that he is. And this is the first time you've seen of all the things that's happened to Ip Man in this film. This is the first time you've seen him pissed. Yeah, like he's legitimately right? mad, like, and like he is like legit. I got some pissed. shit to prove. So let's go. Yeah. And he goes over, takes the potato out of his pocket because it's going to fuck his balance up. <laughs> He's like, yeah. okay, 10 of y'all, let's roll. And this fight's crazy. Like, there is a little yeah. bit of weight in your turn syndrome, but not a lot, man. Well, yeah. And I mean, how, how, do you, how, do you not, how do you not do that in some ways with 10 guys, right? Even if, even if 10 guys tried to fight one guy, like not all 10 of them are going to even have a clear... A clear line like, of attack, yeah. A, a clear pipe to, to throw something down. So, I mean... I'll you tell know, you, like it's, the, first, it's the first move in this fight where that guy does that jumping kick and he grabs the guy and drops him on his back and then steps on his fucking face. Yes. He stepped on that guy's face. That, yeah, like... Hong Kong movies, man. Like, like he he gives it to him. Like he just he gives he it gives to it him. to him hard. And then he a couple other guys. And then, he, then one guy throws the punch with his with his with his left hand, and Ip catches it, and sort of like gets an underhook on his left arm, and then punches him in the face like forty five fucking and then sweeps his legs and does a front roll over the arm and like snaps it backwards, <laughs> and you can hear the. <laughs> Like of the arm, yeah. Fuck, dude. Like, obviously, it's a fake arm, grabs- but like when he rolls, you just well, see the arm bend in this fucked up way. Let's talk about like fake pelvis <laughs> when Buddy throws the front kick and he and he scoops oh, it and then stomp. pulls the guy back and just and just rips the fucking ball and socket <laughs> out of his hip. Right? Like, oh my god! Like, just, and Buddy's just like, yeah, no shit. And then he does that, I'm going to punch you 50,000 times time on that guy. Takes him down, yeah. bah, 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 just punches him to death and squares up with... He actually went through those nine guys, like, really quickly. It like, was good. But, uh, like, he fucks these dudes up. He's stomping on them and elbowing dudes in the back. And then there's, like, four of them left. And he's Wing Chun yeah. dummy in those last four guys. He takes out those last three and then there's one guy left. And that one yeah. guy that's left is, like, kind of standing there. Well, he, he does that, like punch you into the earth thing to that the the ninth guy but then the tenth guy is standing there looking at him and you're like okay what's this guy got for him and he looks scared yeah because he's just ruined nine of his buddies yeah (laughs) when he catches him and gets behind him and just like he pinches his head between his knees and just fucking punches him in the face like 20 times (laughs) yeah but 
before that, that guy, that guy fires, like that guy fires a right kick in. Like, that's what I like about this film. Like it's a wide shot, but it's a good, like, it's a good kick. It looks like a legit kick. It looks like he throws it like nice and hard. Like that's, that's one thing that I really, really like about these is there's no, there's no tip tap. No. Like when, when that guy throws that kick in, like, you're just like, okay, that's a solid kick. That's a good kick. Like that's what I think's lacking in so many films today is like all these quick angles and stuff like that. And you don't get to see the beauty of the form and the power generated and the stance. Like I really, I really like how they allow the audience to see the martial yes. arts. Yes. And I think that's again, a hat tip to Samo Hung. Oh, it's a hundred percent. Cause Samo's yeah, known for impact. He, yeah. Right. Like if, yeah. if he's, he's a guy that'll do a fight scene over three weeks or four weeks to get it right. And is, is a guy that will tell mm. you, it, when you throw this kick, like throw it at him so that if he doesn't block it, you're going to kick him. Yeah. Like it's got to look real. Right in the bread basket. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Just kick him in the fucking guts. And if he doesn't block it, he's going to get kicked in the guts. So eventually I'm going to get him to punch you in the face. So take it, son. Yeah. But yeah, I love that yeah. fight scene. It's a great, great multiple fight scene. And then they throw the 10 bags of rice at him. And I love that he's like, I didn't do this shit for the rice. Yeah. Yeah, he's just like fuck, fuck you. you and your rice. I don't need your I don't need your handouts. Like I kicked the shit out of those guys because I wanted yeah. to. Like you kicked my friend's ass. I, so fuck, I love it. You and then he goes over and takes his half yeah. a potato and the blood soaked bag of rice and brings the bag of rice to his master Liu's family. Yeah, I, I mean, I know that was the bag of rice that he earned, but I mean, he could have brought her a clean bag, of right? Rice, but, Not with her husband's you know, just brain like matter on it. One. Jesus, yeah. Yeah, here's, here's a bag of rice and your husband's eye. Like you know, like he could have he could have like, brought her a clean one, but he brings a fucking blood soaked bag. But I do like how uh, we talked about this really because we try not to talk about it before. But you know, I watched the Cantonese version with the subtitles, which really allows the fact that they're Cantonese and Japanese and they have need for a translator. Yes. Because I really like how the Japanese guys like, you know, what's your name? And the translators like throughout the film, there's moments where he's like, Hey, it man, do you want to fight me? And it man's like, Hey, why don't you cram? Why don't you cram this? Cram fist up your ass, buddy? Sunny. And, the, and then the, the translator, he's like, Oh, he says he'll think about it. Like, like the translator is really like looking out for him, even yeah. though he's kind of playing that role of, you know, selling his people yes. out. But I do like kind of how he is. He's trying to survive. And even though he is kind of a traitor to his people, he is trying to kind of be an ambassador to his people by not saying exactly what Yip Man says constantly to the general. He's like, what do you think, Yip Man? Fuck you. He says, thank you for the opportunity. <laughs> he says he'd love to come back at the earliest convenience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I won't be taking any rice. Good day, gentlemen. <laughs> Good day, everybody. Good day. <laughs> I'm just going to take this blood-soaked bag to rice uh, to the widow, and uh, I bid you I bid you adieu. He actually said he's going to stick it up your pee hole the next chance he gets. <laughs> yeah. Grain yeah. by grain, motherfucker. <laughs> but yeah, this is great. He he confronts Lee here and slaps him and is like, what the fuck, man? What's wrong with you, like yeah. traitor asshole? And I think that kind of turns Lee's corner a little bit. Yeah, it's just because he how the way the story unfolds after this point, he ends up becoming much more of an ally to Ip Man, and Ip goes home here to his wife and gives her you know the half a potato he has 
but she sees his fucked up hands. Yeah. And is like, oh, okay. And then I love that he's just sitting out in the back alleyway, which is, uh, you know, a fairly obvious set, but it, it's great that he's just peacefully sitting out there with his arms folded. Like, I'm just going to sit here in the alley. Everybody can fuck off for a bit. <laughs> I just need my, that's the, yeah. the, 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 you know, 1937 equivalent of a guy out in his driveway watering the pavement. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> like I just need to be the fuck alone. Leave me. <laughs> you know what I mean? But she goes out and just starts fixing his hands up and, and sitting there yeah. with like, she's great. She's such a great character. Nothing, you know, the, the, their relationship, you know, was was not like this in real life. But again, not a historical movie. But yeah, he's great here. He's looking at her like, hey, man, you're so good. Like, I don't even fucking deserve you. You're the shit. Mm. Great little, great little scene here. And it's cool because at this point he's he starts giving that, hey, man, I realized I'm kind of useless here. I, I can't do shit. Like, I don't even know what's going on. I, yeah. I got nothing. Like, what am I doing? And he's saying how good she is as the wife. Yeah. But I just, you know, what do I do? I do martial arts. I'm, I'm a fucking ass clown. Like, what am I doing? So it's, it's a cool little, it's a cool little scene. That's one of the things that, you know, like good, good martial arts films, we kind of talked about a little bit before, but good martial arts films really, really do, aside from great action, great character building yes. and you know giving somebody a system of values yeah and you know that person does everything they can to stick to the values and usually our hero does but occasionally they they fall but that's you know like part of their journey he goes from big rich mansion house to fighting 10 guys for the honor of the death of his friend and he's trying to take care of his family and he's trying everything he can and he's in a different position than he was you know when we first meet him at the beginning of the film yeah but under those circumstances, he's still trying to live his, I mean, I guess anybody can live an idyllic life if you're, you know, like a super rich millionaire in a mansion. You can basically walk around and preach whatever you want to preach. Yeah. But now he's, you know, he's in the shit, but he's, we, we see how strong he is, not just physically, but we see how strong he is emotionally, which again, makes you closer, uh, gives you a closer connection to that, to our character. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. You see that the, <clears throat> that mental strength that he has? Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. And and that she has too, because she's right there with him. Oh, you know? yeah. She's right there with him. Like, you know, like she's, she understands the situation. Like she's not, this, not being sexist, but she's not like a real bitch about the whole thing, no. right? Like she kind of, she kind of understands the situation that she's in and she's very supportive of, of. Well, not supportive, but, you know, like understanding of the situation. And she's not like, do you remember in American Ninja? You remember the colonel's daughter yep. or the general's daughter was just like, oh, my God, my shoes are wet. <laughs> you know, it was like, hey, a whole bunch of people just died. Like, how, how about not being an asshole for like five minutes? Um, you know, she's she's very understanding of the situation. And, you know, they're all three of them are in that situation together. And they're all basically you know, working to survive as a unit, yes. which is pretty cool. Yeah. I like the scene later in the movie too, where, and you kind of see a, a shades of that here where she is realizing that she wasn't, it's hard because she realizes that she wasn't being super fair to him of like, ah, oh, he's a martial artist. And I always thought it was stupid, but now I know he needed to do that and I wasn't supporting him. Mm. But she's sort of yeah. starting to, to do that here, even though like at the time, yeah, he was kind of being an ass clown, right? Yeah, it's kind of in a strange way that being in abject poverty, from what we see on the screen, kind of brings them closer together. Yes. 
Because honestly, like she's fixing his wounds and he's making sacrifices for her. She's making sacrifices for him. They're probably the closest that we see them together in the entire film when they're going through dire straits and they really lean on each other for strength. And it's cool. It's a good relationship to see. So now we're into section four here where uh, we get uh, a throw to Jin here who shows up again. He steals merchandise from the cotton mill on the road. He takes it to the cotton mill itself, tries to sell it back to them and beats up the owner here, who is Ip's partner. And Ip ends up in this section teaching the staff of the cotton mill, Wing Chun, and Lee helps Ip get his family safe. And we find out that Ip is planning at some point here to move to Hong Kong out of Foshan. So we get yeah. that scene on the road here where Jin is sitting there on the, the, the blockade of road with the, the logs and shit smoking and waiting for the truck to come by. Yeah. He's just a, God damn it, this character's cool, man. I mean, I know he's a piece of shit bad guy. <laughs> yeah, but I love him. I like, like him a such, lot. He's, he's so good. And, and we also see that his gang has gotten much bigger. Like, yeah. Since he was going like through 20 guys now. Uh, martial arts string. Yeah. He's got a big gang now. So they show up to the cotton mill here. They're like, hey, I got all your shit. Buy it back from me. And he just starts beating up, I forget the guy's name again, but the, the partner. And it's the, so he starts kicking the partner around. And the partner's, oh, I know what you're going to say. This is my favorite. Say it. He starts beating up the partner and kicking him around. And then the son is like, oh, my God, that's my dad. So he runs over and puts his hands up in front of him and says, hey, stop hitting my dad. And Jin looks over at him. He goes, oh. Wing Chun, <laughs> and he just whap, just cracks him in the face and starts beating on the sun, <laughs> just from the pose he hit. <laughs> just from the pose he's he hit. He just heard about it. He's, yeah, he's he's shocked, offended, and butthurt, like in in half a second with his eyes, and he's just like Wing Chun, and it's just like it's come back to bite him in the ass, and he takes it out on the kid with a backhand. It's who then who then sprints awesome. away. To Ip Man's house is like, hey man, please save my dad. They're beating him to death. And he's like, what? And he starts to leave and he ends up showing up (laughs) at the cotton mill here. Well, he's like, Jin actually says, I'll give you some time. I'm a fair guy. I'm going to take off and you better have my money. And they take off and he sees the younger brother of Lin who got killed earlier. The guy with the kite from the beginning sees him as part of Jin's gang here. Uh, the, the owner does. So Ip Man and the son show up to the uh, cotton mill here. And I, the, again, that kind of stoic personality of that mill owner. He's not a martial artist. He's not anything like that. But he's sort of working in the mill mm. after getting his ass kicked. And Ip Man sees yeah. him and he's kind of holding his stomach like, fuck, man. And Ip's like, are you good? Yeah. And he's like, no, no, I'm fine. Like, I'm fucking fine. Like, just leave me alone. He's not going to admit that he's hurt or, or needs anything. Like, he's got that pride in himself, you know? Yeah. But he gives him that speech of like, man, I always thought martial arts was kind of stupid. But you know what? Mm. I think we kind of need that shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what a lot of people say after they get their asses handed to them. Like, hey, you know what? I thought martial arts was dumb. I thought you were <laughs> and- stupid for practicing it. But then I swallowed yeah. my front teeth. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that changed my mind then, a little bit. <laughs> then I watched my son go flying across the room in an attempt to come to my aid, which I desperately needed, but could do nothing about. Um, 
Yeah, that's the that's the thing. Like there's a there's like everybody in this film that's a main character, like, you know, a huge theme and a huge theme in, you know, like Hong Kong cinema and martial arts film is, you know, respect and saving face and respect, etc. So they have a lot of conversations where things are offered or things are asked without offering or asking. Yes. If you know yeah. what I mean. He's just like, hey, uh, how about, you You know, you own 10% of this uh, cotton plant. Do you want to take some, uh, take it in? He's like, no, no, that's fine. I don't need anything. Like, yeah, you do. Yeah. Like, you know, you, you, you live in a tickle trunk uh, with your family. Um, but he's not... He's not going to be like, oh, yeah, I own 10% of it. He's not going to, like, take 10% of the cotton and fuck off and, you know, go start making coats. Like, he he actually gets it, you know, he starts working there and, you know, like, eating with them and training uh, training them in Win Chun. So it's it's cool. I, I, I actually like the, um, I like the sequence. And, again, it's. It's that martial arts compressed time yes. where it's like, why the fuck wouldn't you teach someone Kung Fu if you can learn it in an afternoon? In, yeah, six right. minutes. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Between your between your 14-hour shift at the cotton plant, you know, you take these breaks and learn Kung Fu so you can take on the roving martial arts street gang <laughs> known for beating people up in every town they go known to. Known for beating masters like, who have done it their entire lives. Yeah. Like, yeah. Their entire <laughs> lives. Yeah. <laughs> Like, if I was working in that cotton mill, I'd be like, yeah, fuck that. You guys, good luck fighting. Good luck fighting the traveling kung fu bandits. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Like, I'd be on my fucking I'll be, bike. I'll be down the street at the bicycle from, factory yeah. on Bicycle yeah, Makers yeah. Street or whatever the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't need thousands of dollars of cranial surgery to fucking... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> fuck that. No, but I like the little scene there with him where... He's like, hey, you know, I always thought martial arts was useless. Maybe you should do something now. Like you can, meaning you can help Mm. us and teach us Kung Fu. And it man's like, well, you know, Kung Fu lessons are pretty costly. You going to pick up the cab there? And he's got a smiling at him like, yeah, yeah, yeah." (laughs) Yeah. making fun. But anyway, it was a good little joke and they bring him in and he ends up starting to teach the, uh, the workers here kung fu and you can see them all lined up and they're doing their punches and blocks and stuff and it's pretty cool man it's cool to see where he's teaching them all and again you get that like you said that daniel larusso syndrome of learning in you know a month or two months or whatever what people learn in Mm. 30 years yeah but it's you know for the story it's pretty cool we get back here again to the general the japanese general asking like hey man so why hasn't that ip man guy come back because i like watching him fight and the translator's like i don't know I don't know. And the general's like, where, where is he? I, 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 I don't know where, where he is. He's like, well, Foshan can't be that fucking big. Can it go find him? Asshole <laughs> yeah, yeah. in a hat. <laughs> yeah. And then the other asshole comes over and beats the shit out of him and kicks him in yeah. the face and like g- genuinely fucks him up and like steps on his face and shit. And, uh, he, he ends up going to where Ip Man is and it kind of doesn't really have time for him when he shows up. But when he shows up, he's like, I can't, he, Ip Man tells him to go away. And he's like, I can't. And then you realize, oh, the Japanese, that shithead second in command guy's out there. And he's pointing a real fucking gun. At his kid playing guns. Yeah, that was the like, creepiest scene in the film, hands down. Oh, by he's far. Coming, he's playing, like, the playing kid's bang, bang. got his finger pointed up. And he's going, bang, bang, bang. And then they cut to the 
Japanese colonel or whatever his rank is, and he's got a real gun pointed at him. He's like, bang, bang, bang. And Ip Man loses his motherfucking mind. For the second (laughs) time in the film now, Ip Man has lost his temper and immediately feeds this man a flight of fucking stairs. (laughs) Like, he's like, eat Remember in Chinese Connection when he's like, I'll eat those words? Well, he makes him eat a flight of stairs. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And it's so satisfying to watch this asshole finally get his comeuppance. It's It's amazing. It's great because he's like, oh, your wife's real. He's pointing a gun at his kid and fucking with his kid and then looks up and goes, ah, your wife's really hot and starts to walk up the stairs towards him. And then he's like, oh, uh, nope. That's not happening. And he just fucking ruins these three dudes like immediately. Yeah. It's great. It's great. Yeah. But then this, this was hard to watch for me because these three guys he beats the shit out of and then he takes his kid and his wife. But then Lee, just that frustration of, I want to be able to defend myself, but I can't. And now that this guy's down, Mm -hmm. I'm going to stomp on him because I'm so fucking mad. Yeah. But I can't do anything to him when he's up because I'm weak. Yeah. So when he's in this vulnerable position, I'm going to kick the shit out of him because I'm so fucking angry. It's yeah. it's it's relatable, you know? Well, yeah, because I mean not everybody is like like I was about to say not everybody's a martial artist, but I mean not everybody's a martial artist on the level of it man. So you can see that incredible frustration. Like he looks like he's about to break mentally. The actor yeah did such a great job in that because you really feel oh it breaks my heart dude like it it, it legit makes me when i watched it the first time i remember like kind of tearing up like fuck like you just feel for that guy so much because he's in such a shitty situation where he's trying to save himself but he's also loyal to his people obviously and he's just trying to kind of get by and find a find a crack that he can live through Mm. and he's eventually now trying to stand up with ip man but he physically doesn't have the means to do it. He needs Ip as the defender. So when he has this mm-hmm. little fucking tiny window to stomp this dude's, he literally stomps his boot like on his shin. Yeah. You know, it's, it's ineffective at the most, but it's just so, I don't know. It's, it's the gesture of it, I guess, you know? So. And he immediately gets his ass. Oh, kicked. the next scene is him and, spitting blood into the air, getting his ass hammered. Yeah. Getting his ass hammered, and basically they're like, what happened? How come you didn't do anything? And, like, again, it plays to what you just said. Be like, why didn't you stop Ip Man? He's like, nobody can stop Ip Man, yeah. asshole. I'm a fucking Did you not watch him beat the and, ass of ten fucking guys? Yeah. And he, you, you get a better look at him because, you know, it's easy to call him a coward, and it's easy to call him a sellout. But then you see him walk through the door with food and money for his yes. family. Like, he's... He's helping people get by, and he's going out there every day and swallowing shit that people are throwing at him. And the Japanese think he's a piece of shit, and his own people, the Chinese, think he's a piece of shit. And he's, I mean, you know, he's basically sucking garbage so he can feed the people in his family. Yeah, that scene after that, after the ass-kicking scene where he's shuffling home you know, with his shoulders forward, he's like, hey, man, here, eat this. You know, fucking, here's the food. And he... I don't even know if his family even gives a fuck about him. Cause well, his, not, his, like, it looks like his mom, there's that one point where his, he brings the food home and his mom kind of like reaches for him like, hey, man, are you okay? And he just kind of brushes her off like, I'm fine. Here, 
Take the food. Yeah. Like he doesn't want their pity. Yeah. He just knows like this is this is what it is right now. And even when Ip Man opens the door, he kind of looks at him and there's it's it's so subtle and it's a real credit to Donnie Yen's acting that he looks at Lin here or Lee, I'm sorry. He looks at Lee and there's that look of like it, it's like a millisecond of like, "Oh, you got your ass kicked. I'm not going to be sorry for you." Because he knows that Lee mm. wouldn't respect that. Mm. So there's a real quick look of like, uh, oh, yeah, come on in. And just lets him in. But there's yeah. a quick recognition of, wow, you got fucked up. Okay, come yeah. on into my home. And then he, yeah, and then he conceals. Yeah. And the 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 payback is, he says, are you okay? And it, no, no, I'm fine. And then he shakes his hand. Mm. Like, Ip Man shakes yeah. his hand and says, thank you. Like, you're taking care of my family now. Mm. So kind of all's forget that whole traitor remark that I made for you. Yeah, sorry about that. I, I kind of know where your heart is now. Yeah, that that's the, again the thing that they do with the like they they show they don't tell. Yeah, and it's it's pretty boss. It is boss because when when Lee leaves, he walks out the door and there's a real quick look of Donnie Yen back to his wife. He looks back at her and then he kind of shuts the door and goes, like fuck, it sucks to be that dude. Fuck. Yeah. Like he feels for that guy, right? And then he, yeah. he gives the, Quan's working on a plan here. We got to get the hell out of Foshan and we're going to Hong Kong. Mm. Like we need to yeah. leave to where he eventually relocates and starts his school and stuff. So that kind of wraps up section four here. And we end up wrapping up the movie with this part here where Jin goes back to the factory with his gang and we have the big fight with those guys. And the general here tries to find Ip Man and ends up arresting him and getting him, getting him to have a, a kind of fight in the town square uh, under the auspices of what's better, karate or kung fu, and they end up having the big final sort of finale fight and the escape of Ip Man uh, to Hong Kong. So here we get the, the the reappearance of Jin back at the factory, and he walks in all cocky, but all the workers come out, all the women come out, and they're like moving their sleeves up and shit, and like, I'm going to fuck these yeah. dudes up. And <laughs> yeah. Jin's like, where's the money? And they're like, we're not giving you shit, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's great. And the little son is like, oh, you can't bully us anymore. They've had like, you know, 17 minutes of Kung Fu training. You're not going to bully us yeah. anymore. Like, yeah. <laughs> and one like, of the guys oh is like, no. you're going to beat me up? And he legit hits him in the neck and like sends him backwards. <laughs> yeah. And they all hit the little Wing Chun pose. <laughs> yeah. When they all hit that pose, I was like, oh. It's just like there's amazing movies out there that have moments where you're just like, oh, uh, okay. Like Karate Kid 2. Yes. Where like Mr. Miyagi pulls out the drum at the end and then all of a sudden like everybody has in drum, yeah. Tommy Village has the drum. It's like, oh, I'd never seen that drum before. <laughs> and now like everybody in the village had a drum the whole time like, just ready them? for – yeah, like, oh, everybody put on your best kimono. Oh, and don't forget your drum, <laughs> just in case we need to teach Daniel how to, uh, you know, get his mojo. Um, but yeah, when they all hit, they all hit the pose, and, you know, you got to you gotta do what you got to do. And then the whoa, the full-on gang fight here. And, like, they're not playing around. I do like where the son, the, the young uh, kid, blocks and strikes, and then they take a second to show him go, ah, like, Ow, and he shakes it off. He shakes yeah. the hand like fuck because yeah. they never ever show that where like that that shit hurts. Like if you're not used to it and you block somebody, if you're not conditioned, your fucking yeah, fucking arm hurts, man. Like yes, <laughs> blocking hurts. And then and the and the opposite. If you're dealing with that Southern Chinese Okinawan 
half hard, half soft, somebody that's been doing it for 30 years, yeah. and you throw a punch and they block you, oh, yeah. and their arm is like a piece of rebar. <laughs> like I, I used to do things with Sensei all the time, and I'd fire punches, and he would just like, ping, and I'd be like, oh, yep. That's a pain that's gonna linger. Yeah. So yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. I do like how you know they're beginners, and so they they're they're not perfect. So again, it's a movie. Yeah. You, you, you've got to you've got to learn a significant amount of kung fu in a short amount of time, and yeah. I'm I'm okay with that. I, I like Even that. A lot. It, it bothers me a little bit sometimes, but you know it's a good movie. I love this for for movie compression. It's good because they, they don't show them as being super great. Like the the girls here are getting some shots in, but then the girls get punched in the face and like thrown over yeah. shit. And like, yeah, they do yeah. not take it easy on the ladies. <laughs> they, do not. they do not. It is it is equal opportunity at the cotton plant. Equal opportunity. They, ass they are they are handing out ass whoopings all over <laughs> the place. Right. They are all out of bubble gum is what's happening. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that here too. <laughs> I love this part where it man shows up and just starts laying ass everywhere and he ends up going, stop, stop, stop. And the fight stops. And then he gets up to Jin and Jin's like, you again, <laughs> you messed yeah. with me before. Now you're messing with me again. Like, he's yeah. such an yeah. asshole. God, I hate you. He's like, God, God, you're such an asshole. It's like, every time I kind of do some criminal activity, you show up, you show up to mess with me. You want to chase yeah. me away? Like, God, I hate you so just much. Like, just like Bob Loblaw on uh, Arrested Development in his commercial, he's like, why should you go to jail for a crime that somebody else noticed? <laughs> it's so good. It's really but good. This this fight scene amps it up. Like when they go toe-to-toe and these guys pull their axes out and then like the, the new Win Chun guys are all just like, oh man, I didn't sign up for this. I didn't I didn't get no weapons training. Yeah. They start backing up. This is but when these, mental. This is dope, man. These guys are coming at him with axes. The choreography, like Sammo Hung, like this is so good. The choreography is great. He's got like the camera over cranked, so they've got some slow motion stuff. Yep. It is an excellent, excellent fight scene. And it looks, I mean, it looks as real as a martial arts movie fight can, can look real. Like it's really good. Yes. To be fair, if you're in a 20 man hatchet fight by yourself, you're losing. Like, yeah, just still. let me say that up front. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If 20 yeah. guys attack, I don't give a fuck who with yeah. hatchets, yeah. that person's yeah. dying. Yeah, but. except except maybe Murphy from RoboCop. Like, yeah, RoboCop no okay, yeah. might survive because his body's made of t- titanium. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, but, yeah, like, 20 guys with hatchets <laughs> versus a dude, like, <laughs> barehanded like it's it's over it's gonna be a funeral yeah there's yeah, there's gonna be yeah. pieces and fingers and noses and shit flying everywhere but yeah i like all the the other people like nope we're not into this but yeah the choreography here is fantastic there's they're yeah, beautiful you know, oh he's sidestepping and slipping and you know taking dude's legs out and stepping in on dudes it's really really good yeah and they frame it up well so you don't see Again, you don't see those guys in the background. When he's fighting one guy, you don't see 19 guys you know, standing there with their arms folded. Exactly. All right, I'll go now. It's good. It's good. And then he picks up his big piece of bamboo and then obviously opens up a, this nice big circle for him to fight in. Well, yeah, after Jin gets that stupid rake thing great. Yeah. that he slams yeah. into the table. And then, yeah, Ip Man gets that you know, 12 foot bamboo pole. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. all right. And he just starts uh, lacing. And... <laughs> I love how they made it 
practically like they made the place look practically dirty like the cotton and i assume that it's flour everywhere yeah like because when they're hitting the ground or where the weapons are hitting their bodies like there's little puffs of dust and smoke and stuff like that to you know better showcase the impact yeah like uh it's 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 great and it like, fits this is really well done yeah, yeah and i don't know anything about 1930s cotton plants no. but it looks like they're kicking them into like little baby bassinets like oh, i don't yeah, know what those bins, things yeah. are those like those little bins that they keep the the cotton in but it's it's a solid fight scene man it's really good oh it's great and he's got that the big the big bamboo pole and he's oh, now i have a radius you yes. know it's a 12 foot circle and he's just wrecking them like the the young brother got the hatchet and Jin has that rake thing yeah and man it's yeah he's good he lays him up and holds him back and blocks him and like takes his legs out after he swaps on his toe and with that slow motion where he whacks his ear fuck that would hurt <laughs> yeah and again i mean i stole this from from it but like they put like a flower you know on his face because you can see like the dust fly off his face from the impact yes because he it was probably rubber yep. but he fucking whacked him in the side of the head oh with that rubber stick because you see the impact and you see the his little ear dust you see it hit him in the fucking ear oh. and then you see the the dust go flying which is great i was doing a shoot recently and i took it from the martial arts films where i was shooting a new baseball bat yep. a commercial for a new baseball bat and i dusted the ball in uh flour yeah right i dusted the ball in flour and then I shot it at night with some lights on it. So when Buddy was cranking it with this new bat, like it was flying. I stole that from Hong Kong movies. Nice. Right? That's Where they awesome. put flour on the shoes, right? So when this guy was cranking the ball, uh, I was shooting it in slow-mo. And then, you know, you it, it made it look more impactful. But I, I legit stole that from Sammo Hung. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I'll tell you, man. I did that cartoon thing one time when I was landscaping. I had a rake and I leaned it up against the house one time, but stupidly I put the to- the, the the tongs oh, facing out. Yeah. And then I was talking to the guy I was working for and another buddy and we were all chatting together and then stupidly I stepped backwards and stepped on the fucking tongs on the ground and the <sighs> fucking handle of the rake came off the house and hit me on like the backside of my ear and the bone right behind your ear and it just yes. crushed my ear and it like whap and it hurts yeah. so fucking much i yeah. can't even describe to you the pain that that caused me <laughs> and i can't well, also describe to you how hard they laughed but yeah the thing fuck. with when you step on a rake is as that rake is traveling it's accelerating. Oh, it's not is like it? it's it's not <laughs> like it's not like it starts and it goes a steady speed. No. no, 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 no. The closer it gets to impact, because I looked out in my backyard once and my mother was staggering around like she was fucking drunk, and I was like, <laughs> "What happened, mom?" And she was like, ah, nah, ah. "She couldn't say shit," and then she just <laughs> fell down on the grass, and I was like, "What?" But she stepped on the fucking rake, and my mom is so goddamn short that the tip of the rake hit her right in the fucking orbital like from the ground like right on the fucking bone she sideshow bobbed that shit she sideshow bobbed it she was fucking toe up and i was just like jesus what happened she's laying on the ground she's like "Ah, rake and i was just like what 
It would have been hilarious <laughs> if I went looking for the rake and stepped on it too, but that did not happen. But yeah, oh. no, I just looked out the window. Mum, mum looked like somebody coming out of the palace at two in the morning, nineteen ninety eight. I was just like, the fuck. Why is my mom drunk in the middle of the afternoon <laughs> in her so gardening weird. clothes? Why is That's she? Odd. Why is she bleeding out of her eyeball? Weird. <laughs> What's going I don't on? remember my mom's face being so bloody. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, rakes are rakes are not fun, and man. That whip of that big long pole would be no joke. And I'll tell you, when he stands up, because he he ends up getting the, the the younger brother up against the 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 little bassinet thing, and then yeah. Jin gets up, and as he gets up and turns around, there's blood running out of his ear. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, he's got that look in his face, like, oh, oh, okay, <sighs> you know what? <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> yeah, like, no, we're gonna leave now. <laughs> we're gonna bounce. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's awesome. We're going down to the bike factory. <laughs> We're going to go fuck those bike guys up. So yeah, they all leave and ends up Ip Man follows the younger brother out here and gives him the little tin box that his brother had that he found with the kite in it. And yeah, man, like really like good storytelling here. Poignant, like, man. Don't you agree? Like just really good. Tremendous. Trem- and he's like, I don't want that. And he gives it to him anyway. And when he leaves, he looks in it. Oh, it's, it's yeah, really, really good storytelling. So, so now we get the cut to Lee here running in and telling Ip Man, hey, the general was told, somebody told him that you're at the cotton mill, so don't go back there. Like, you cannot go back there because yeah. the general's now looking for Ip Man to come and fight. So now we need Ip Man to eventually go to where the general is, but all the Japanese soldiers go to the cotton mill and they're asking where Ip Man is and they start beating the shit out of... The, the, the mill owner and uh, Lee is like, you got to tell him, you got to tell him. And Lee is all fucking smashed up because they were kicking his ass mm. and he's beating on this guy. And, and Ip Man ends up running in and saying, I'm Ip Man. I'm right here. Like, stop doing that to him. Yeah. There's, there's shades of Bruce Lee's Chinese connection woven into this. Very there's much. a lot of things that, that reminded me of that film. Yep. And this part definitely, definitely did like, cause he, he's like, Chan's here. Like, you yeah, know, like he turns himself in to save the school because, you know, the cops are there. They're going to shut the school down. They're kicking the shit out of all of his friends. And then, you know, he could have run away, but he didn't. Yeah. You know, he goes back and faces them, basically sacrificing himself for their sake. And, you know, like I think they, they, they borrowed, and I'm not even saying that in a negative way. I think they, you know, they borrowed a lot from that fantastic film and wove it into this one. Yeah. Oh, it's great. It's really, really good. And he's, Ip Man here says, I'm here, take me, but the condition is you let all these people go. Yeah. Like, you got to let these guys go. And the general then comes, well, I like the part where the, the second in command guy is beating it, man, and he blocks his nightstick with his arm and doesn't even flinch. Yeah. Like, oh, it's good, just whack! And and the general, the, the second in command guy goes to shoot him and, and General Miura gets out and is like, hey, 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 stop. And this is where what you were saying earlier comes in because uh, Mira is like, hey, I'll give you a chance. You can do good by the Japanese emperor. You can teach our soldiers Kung Fu and we can be better. I'm not thinking that it's better than karate, but I just think you should teach the Japanese soldiers. And basically, a man's like, I'm not teaching you. Fuck off. And the yeah. translator's like, yeah. he says he'll think about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's so good. Like, he's he's trying to save his ass. Yeah, you know, he's trying like, to protect him hard. You know, he's, trying to, he's trying to protect him, which is... Which is pretty cool. And I mean, you know, he's not even eating. And it's like, Jesus, if you're going to fight this guy, 
you know, in a potential death match, eat. Yeah, maybe but, maybe you know, import pushes. some calories here, son. Like, yeah, yeah, you're gonna need them. Like you already said that you know, like kung fu requires food yeah. to your son, so uh, eat that up and do right. But I mean, you know, he pushes the food away, and yeah, he's good. He, he yells back there to, to you know get his wife and his son away, and then we get the little conversation between the the, the general and the second in command here, where he's like, "You shouldn't fight this kung fu guy. Like he's good." Oh fuck, dude! This scene—it's good. The lighting's awesome. The, the dark. lighting is so awesome. Like where they're just kind of like coming in and out of the shadows, and oh man, I love this. And he's just like he's like, yeah, I'm gonna shoot him. And it's it's kind of you know you've got two characters having a conversation, which is you know a very subtle way to uh, show the exposition. You know, one being a martial artist and one not. Yeah, and you know the one who's not just doesn't get it. He's like, let's just fucking shoot him. Just shoot like, him. What's the yeah. what's the point of like fighting him and beating him to death? He's like, no, no, no. Like there was a challenge. I can't refuse a challenge. Yeah, like, when, it's, again, yeah. saving face even for the Japanese guy. Like right from the very first fight that we have, you know, we're still that. You know, which art is better? Yeah. You know, before it was just amongst the kung fu styles, but now it's okay. Now it's Japanese karate versus. Uh, Wind Chun, like this movie, Wind Chun beats everything. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh yeah, but I do like that where the the like you said, the one guy says, "Why don't we just shoot this fucking guy?" And the other guy says, "No, no, no, he challenged me." Yeah. So if I shoot him, that's the same as me saying he beat me. Yes. It's the same thing. And the other guy's like, "I don't fucking. That's not. That's <laughs> stupid. What the fuck? Yeah. What if you lose?" He's and he's good. like, "I'm not gonna lose." Like that Japanese yeah. general is so confident in himself. I'm not gonna lose. And when I win, I'm going to yeah. tell all of China that I beat this fucking guy's ass. Yeah, that's that's what he's doing it for. And I mean, like, it would have been great. No, it wouldn't have been great. I'm just saying it would be funny if if he did the line from Chinese Connection. He will see that Bushido is the best. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when they said that? The, the guys that did the the ADR for that was just like, that's like they all they all stood up nice and straight, and all they all said in they all said in unison, like three guys. Yeah. They will see that Japanese Bushido is the best. It's like okay. <laughs> You guys practiced that shit. You guys worked that out, did you, earlier? But yeah, no, I like that where Ip Man pushes the food away and is like, nope, not going to do that. And uh, yeah, so we get the uh, cotton mill owner here taking Ip's wife and son away here and trying to get them to safety kind of against their will because they wanted to stay and make sure that he's okay. And now we get kind of the cutback here to the wife confessing to the cotton plant owner that, you know, she never really supported him you know, in his martial arts or in his duels or anything. And now she's realizing, shit, this might be his last duel. Like he might not live through this. And now I'm screwed up and I, you need to take me back so I can at least see him again. Yeah. And she's, she's really good in this scene. She is amazing. And this is really, she does a phenomenal job selling without dialogue, but yeah, yeah, this is obviously her moment to shine and you know, she killed it. Oh, she crushed it. Killed Lin, it. Lin, Lin Hung is her name. And she's, man, she's good. She's good in that scene. She crushes it. Good on her. And now we're back to the Japanese general waiting for Ip Man to come out. And it sucks because, like you said, all the Chinese people are in the square here waiting to watch this fight. And they're looking up at Lee. Yeah. And they're like, fuck, I hope they kill that traitor. Fuck that guy. Not knowing yeah. he's been helping Ip the whole time or almost the whole time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and he's feeling that and seeing that and it sucks. So anyway, now they take the, the second in command ass clown going in to get Ip Man out here. And he's basically saying, if you win this fight, 
as soon as you win this fight, if you win, I'm going to kill you. I am going to kill you, yeah. I so, will kill you, so... Yeah, and of course, the general doesn't know this, but he's like, he's like, I am going to kill you. Like, you're throwing this fight, or you are dead. Yeah, exactly. And Yip doesn't even look like Adam. He's just sitting back and says, uh, just eyes front, just almost... Doesn't care. Kind of laughs like, at him yeah, almost. Yeah, just like, yeah, go fuck yourself, buddy. Yep. He does not sucking. care. He is gonna. He is going to do everything he can. And they give the little... You abuse military power, you Japanese will never understand it. The whole Chinese nationalism thing. Yes. That they're, you know, the, this is the, well, Japanese suck. Yeah. <laughs> Part yeah. of the movie. <laughs> yeah. And then Yip walks out and we end up getting the, the final fight here. This is a pretty good fight too. It's not my favorite fight in the movie, but it's not bad. Yeah. I like the, the Japanese general in his, in his gi with his black belt and they bow off and Yip salutes him. And just goes into his little stance, and off they go. It's a it's a decent little fight. I I do like the ending of it, but we're we're not going to be quite there yet. There's a bit of wire work that I'm like, ah, not, yeah, just like there's a there's a super wide camera, right? There's a super wide camera that not just has both fighters in it, but actually like the whole platform. Yes, the one thing that I I mean, both of them do a good job. The choreography is good. But yes. I think that the edit is just a little much on this for my taste, right? I think yeah. it's just edited a little too fast and a little too close uh, on some things. Like, when it's wide, I'm like, oh, man, that is incredible. But then sometimes it's just, like, too many hand, foot, knee, face, like, yeah, just... You don't know what's where. Too A little too much on this one. Yeah. But overall, like, I think they both do a really good job but i just think the edit's a little quick for my tastes yeah but i do like the the fight like you said when it's a sort of a two shot or a bit wider it's great yeah. it's very good like they're striking at each other they're hitting hard they're blocking hard yeah you know they're throwing each other you know there's that one scene where the the, the general picks him up and chucks him and he does a dive roll yeah that, that's it's yeah really cool. good and then Ip Man drops the general and like is literally punching him in the back of the head like and then he rolls over and punch him in the face. Yeah, it's like one of those double paint can shaking machines down at the hardware store. Oh my god, it's good. And then the the wife and and the son and the the business owner, the cotton mill owner, show up. He he ends up taking them back. And then we get the cool scene with the flashback to the Wing Chun dummy, the the wooden dummy. Where he's beating him against the lamppost. Yeah, but before we do that, there's a couple of really good kicks just before yeah. that. There's a couple where he goes to throw a, a back kick. The general goes to throw a back kick and Donnie N just like stuffs it. Yep. That's great. And then he does a couple of front kicks right down the pipe to to set him up. He puts him against the pole. Like a couple of really good... You don't often see front kicks in films, and he basically no. does that front kick, pushes him back twice until he hits the pole, and then we get the oh now he's going to win Chun Dummy him, <laughs> which is which is really good, really good kind of good way to end the fight scene and you know showcase you know the old scene and the new scene and how he's basically working him like a like a dummy. It was cool. It was a nice wrap to the opening scene, like the during the opening credits where they show the lighting, like you said on the. On the on the wooden dummy, yeah, and they just bring the whole thing full circle to him hitting him against the pole, and cutting to him training on the dummy. It's great. It's really really good. Yeah, they took a tremendous amount of care in making this movie, but making this movie a story. Yeah, like you said, it comes full circle. You know, o the opening shot is a Win Chun dummy, 
and then we get Yip Man working the Wind Chun dummy, and then at the very end, you know, we 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 wrap on that, and uh, it's just great. Oh, this is why it's useful. Yeah, it's yeah. really good. And the crowd cheering at the end, you know, the whole yay, we beat the Japanese, all right. But then yeah. the cut to the guy lying on the rice of like, ah, we kind of didn't yeah. win yet, though. That's not not quite yet. <laughs> yeah. Well. And then bang, and the fucking shot through the collarbone. Yeah. Of you know this this scummy second in command shoots him just as his wife shows up and is like, "Hey, you're there, hey. you're alive, you won!" Bang, perf. You survived your duel. Oh, Jesus. Oh, you got shot in the subclavian artery. <laughs> Damn it. So then she sees that, and then everybody's, you know, as they're cheering, he he falls like straight off that like four and a half foot platform under yeah. his face. Yeah. Like first of all, that would hurt. Not <laughs> like, <gentle>. a lot. <laughs> yeah. Damn. And uh, anyway, she runs up and gets to him and they pick him up and scuttle him off. And we get the ending of like the wounded man fled and went to fled Foshan, went to Hong Kong with his wife and set up the the Wing Chun Association in Hong Kong and started teaching and et cetera, et cetera. And the wrap up closings after the, you know, the, the Japanese surrendered unconditionally and et cetera. They won the war. So it's good, man. This is a that wraps the film. That's a good flick, dude. I really, really enjoyed this film. Yeah, this is this is great. There's there's not too many bad things that you can say about it. I mean, you know, it no. it has a really good story. Uh, again, for me, like you know, really good story, really good uh, characters, uh, really good action, and uh, really good acting. Like you know, they they sell it. Really good, really acting. well. So I enjoyed, uh, I enjoyed like all the aspects of this film. Yep, me too. If I'm looking at, well, I guess the 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 soundtrack, the soundtrack fit really well. The foley was great. The sounds were great. The score mm. was really really good. I can't really think of anything negative about the score. I would give the score probably four fists out of five, to be honest. Yeah, I would give the uh, the score. 3.5 fists out of 5. I think that it was woven into the film so flawlessly that you didn't notice it. Yep. Which is great when you do that cuz I mean, you know, like if it's if it's really bad, you notice it. Yep. But um you know, there wasn't any real pieces of music like you know karate kid you know you get that orchestral swell at the end when he wins the the, the match yeah yeah we 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 didn't get any real moments like that but it was it was very very good i give it 3.5 fists out of five yep and then acting i mean i'm going high on acting because donnie yen is great basically everybody lin hung is great lewis fan the guy that plays Jin, he's great there's no real weak links here like i gotta go mm. God, probably four and a half or five fifths out of five for acting. It's really, really good. Yeah, I'm four point five fifths out of five for acting. Everybody was so good, and they had Chinese actors playing the Chinese characters. They had Japanese actors playing the Japanese characters. You yep. know, and the 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 makeup and effects and you know artistry and the haircuts and everything just made them look very, very different and very like mean and stoic and i i thought that they did a really good job with the acting and the actor that plays it man's wife probably the best actor in the film yeah i would i would say she was fantastic despite the fact that she had a small role but donnie yen i would literally watch donnie yen like 
in any movie. He is absolutely fantastic. He is a treasure. Yeah, he's really... I'll watch anything that guy's in from, from here on out. He's great. And yeah, Lin Hung, who plays his wife, she's tremendous. She's tremendous in this in this film. Martial arts, again, I'm going four and a half out of... Four and a half fists out of five for martial arts because there was only... There's a couple of points, like you said, in that final fight scene where the editing was a little fast, a little close for me, and there was a very, very few, but there was a couple of the wire work stuff where I went, oh, come on. But... Yeah. Other than that, on point, man. It's good. It's hard. It's straight ahead. The, the hits are hard. It's obviously a Hong Kong film. It's good. Really, really good. So top notch there. Four and a half fists out of five for me. Yeah, 4.5 fists out of five for me also. Just really solid. And I loved, I really loved how they had the different schools of kung fu fighting and battling each other. And then, you know, Kung Fu, Wing Chun versus karate and the philosophies and everybody trying to have the notoriety of, you know, being the best style. I think they did a really good job with that. And the choreography, like Sammo Hung doing the choreography and just, you can tell that they took their time. You can tell that they really, really took their time to get all of the fight scenes together and it just it just shows on the screen it just really really shows yeah it it comes through loud and clear that everybody involved in this really cared about it and took their time and put their effort into it so kudos to everybody on that for this would this movie be better with sammo hung in it well it kind of has sammo hung in it if he did the choreography so it it does no and void (laughs) would this movie be worse with william hung in it yes it yes it would (laughs) William Hung would not have added anything to this film. (laughs) Well played. All right. So that's a wrap on Ip Man. One out of the four, I believe, Ip Man movies that we will probably get through in upcoming seasons. Coming up next on the podcast, we are jumping back a little bit this time. We're going to go back to a bag that we've been in once before, and that is the Steven Seagal bag. And we're going to go to 1990. He plays a gentleman named Mason Storm in a movie called Hard to Kill. We're going to get him, buddy. Every last fucking one of them. (laughs) I I cannot wait. I remember seeing this for the first time at your house. Yes. on uh, On the VHS tape. Yep. And I remember you had seen it and I had not. And when Seagal's sitting on the bed and he just looks at the turned off television he's like i'm gonna take you to the bank senator trent <laughs> to the blood bank and when the music cue went <laughs> you put your fists in the air and did it in cue and, and it started like the music cue startled me a little bit because we had the volume cranked but then you were just like throwing double fists in the air like bang, 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 bang. And i was like jesus this movie's got some fucking bite so oh, yeah. I uh, I'm I'm excited for it. As I said before, uh, sometimes I like a nice juicy baseball steak from the keg. Yep. And sometimes I like the McRib. Donnie Yen and this beautiful story-driven film is the baseball steak. But next week I'm having a McRib. We going to tear into a McRib. Yeah. I'm gonna tear into a McRib <laughs> and get some fucking. Kelly LeBrock jokes. Oh, I'm getting juice running all down my chin onto my shirt. (laughs) It's it's going to be good. It's going to be great. I can't wait to go back to this one. 
next week, Hard to Kill, on You Have Offended This Podcast.